Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister Caroline. And today we're opening Minute 39 with Peter B. comparing himself to Peter Parker and ending a minute later with Peter and Miles falling into the snow. I feel like they should be going because it's an unconscious Peter B. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I felt like that. Just a reminder, he's unconscious at this moment. Uh, I have titled this minute, Cemetery Chase. Yeah, it is a short chase through the cemetery, but a chase nonetheless. Before we get to the chase, uh, I want to talk about two big laughs I had, and then something that we talked about in a previous minute that actually gets clarified in this minute. Uh, The two big laughs is, so if you remember, the last minute ends with Peter B. saying, I'm dead picks up this minute with and blonde yeah <laughs> which just made me laugh but then the next one i was talking about i was like so fit and handsome he was like he's like looking in the mirror and he yeah. lifts his mask and it's just completely beaten up and destroyed and i'm like i can't with this this is hilarious yeah to me <laughs> like they they know how to do their comedy the thing i want to talk about that we talked about about in a previous minute that actually gets cleared up here is we talked about we weren't sure where MJ's speech was. Like we weren't sure if it was City Hall or if it was at the church or, or where it was. Well, it was at the church. Yeah, I, I, I had mentioned that like when I first saw that, um, or when, when I saw that for the, the notes, I like was like oh yeah it's at the church but then like looking at it, it's like there wasn't really any clear reasons to believe that and i i probably believed that because i saw it at the church yeah <laughs> like we saw it watching. later at the church yeah. Uh, yeah and so so yeah that watching this I was like oh yeah um and one thing to note about the crowd down mm-hmm. there uh is that they're all uh individually like the crowd is a group of individuals that they rendered and not just like blobs um oh my gosh, a lot of times insanity. yeah it's, it's becoming a bit easier as computers are becoming more powerful but like for Still. older movies um a lot of times they would just like render sort of blobs um, mm-hmm. or draw like blobs to to indicate people but or dots yeah there's still the same people that were in the crowd One earlier. thing I didn't think of checking, and now I kind of wish I did, is I wonder if you can, like, see Miles sneak through the crowd at all. I doubt it, but that would be a cool thing. Yeah, I don't think so, because it's still, um, it's like the middle of her speech. Yeah, so I was just, I'm like, I wonder if you could see him. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, though. I do like how they kind of bring that serious tone back in a bit. Where yeah. he's like, I have a feeling the thing that brought me here is the thing that got him killed. Yeah. And then he's got clothing somehow. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's got sweats and a jacket on now. And it's like, okay, you look homeless. <laughs> Where did uh, you get these from? <laughs> yeah. Did, did he just dig them out of the trash can? I mean, that, that would that would make sense if considering his uh, mismatched shoes, but right? still. Maybe he went to a shelter or something. Yeah. The next thing I just want to mention, because I, I do really appreciate how they do this, is so we were just in this flashback for two minutes, and I, what I really appreciate something that they did was 
So the end of the flashback is when Peter B. says, you want to know what happened next? Me too. And they show a quick flash of just of like what we saw before the flashback happened. Miles shocking him and figuring out and, and repeating the line, who are you? Yeah. And this comic flipping, um, like the comic flipping transition was one of the later things that they like got down as a like way to do and even an idea. And I think it works really well as like the transitions between the flashbacks and um, like present day instead of going like and having like you know a sapia tone <laughs> over everything and like suddenly it's gone. Um, oh my gosh, did you imagine that with this? <laughs> That'd be so weird. Anyway, um, yeah, but the I think using the tra- the comic transition into the stories and out of the stories is really good. It fits the movies like aesthetic in so many ways yeah it almost completes it in many ways too yeah it's just another one of those you know the language of comics being brought in um, in a very clever way it almost feels like you're a person reading a comic and you're like wait what's his backstory so you flip back to it just to get a quick refresher and then flip back to where you were (laughs) like okay this is where i was yeah and then we're back in the present with two police officers coming up and yelling at miles i'm like who's Um, there yeah and i want to know why they're there like like why did they know to show up he wasn't doing anything really bad other than i guess being in the cemetery at night and maybe the cemetery is supposed to be closed at night i think it's supposed to be closed a lot of cemeteries around here well not around here but a lot of i know quite a few cemeteries will have like certain hours and they'll close and you're allowed in after that but like the gate was open it's not like he jumped the fence just did did we did we see him walk through the gate? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, not good security. It's still closed. <laughs> still yeah. not supposed to be there. But yeah, I want to know like, how did they get there? That's the story I want. It's the story <laughs> of those officers, just them out on patrol and them showing up. I wonder if they saw like the shock and thought maybe someone, like something happened. It could also be. Um, it is a male and female officer, mm-hmm. and in the alternate scene, it was a male and female officer that picked up Peter. So maybe they were trying to like follow him. Mm. Maybe it could be left over from that of the, the two of them. Maybe. Yeah, that would be a neat little little thing. But then also, like that leads into my second question: is why was Peter just hanging out there? Like, was he has he been waiting at the church since the <laughs> the speech? Or, um, or uh, is he following Miles? I don't feel like he's following Miles. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's just been there since the speech. He's been stuck to the. He's been trying to figure out how to get down, and he's just like, he's just, oh, enough snow's finally may, fallen. I can jump down. What, here's what I'm gonna say. He was going to visit his grave to see if it was yeah. really him. Like he was just, like in shock, like he's gonna go visit his own grave. But people kept showing up with the gifts. We saw how many gifts were there. Yeah. Like, there was just so many people. They had to have formed a line, or else it would have been chaos otherwise. So he's just been there all day, waiting for people to just be gone. <laughs> and then they're finally gone long enough. And he's like, I think maybe he was visiting Peter. Then he heard some kind of ran back up. And then he heard, like, Mr. Parker, and he's like, wait a second, that's me. I'm going to talk to this kid, see what, what he knows. I mean, it is at the funeral. Like, that, of course he's going to say Mr. Parker. It's 
Peter Parker's gravestone. He said there was there was lines there around too, like Mr. Parker, that thing you wanted me to do. Like, wait, I'm Mr. Parker. There's a thing could, I wanted you to do. It could That's also be my that. theory. I, I bet it's even less that that and Probably. more just his spidey sense went off and he's like, oh, I gotta oh, go talk to that kid. Yeah. Because um, we also noticed that like Miles's spidey sense goes off and his probably isn't as well. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't recognize his as as often. Yeah. See, I like my theory. Yeah, and I like how Miles tries to run, um, but then <laughs> um, gets yanked by the. Um, <laughs> first, okay, Miles is hilarious because he puts his hands up and then tries to run away with his hands still up. <laughs> like he doesn't put them down to run; he's just running away with them up. Yeah, and then it's the web like, catches yeah. him and he falls on the ground. Um, <laughs> I, I love the aerial view that they have of him dragging the body, too. I don't know why. I think it's very amusing. Yeah, and they were saying in the animator's commentary how they used this shot as a like reference shot for um, for the other animators to be like, hey, this is the, um, I guess, the different ways you can ink things and like draw the lines. Hmm. Um Partly because this is, I, I believe, this would probably still be considered part of the same um, cemetery scene that was done, like one of the first ones done, and yeah. so it's just different. Like it, it was one of the earlier shots done, so they could use it as like, hey, this is how you draw different things uh, this way. That's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, going to the the police officers and then talking more about the scene, just because I don't really know how to tr- smoothly transition. Yeah is um i love some of the lines that are yelled one of them is drop the body yeah <laughs> which just sounds so much worse <laughs> it's like oh oh okay well, he's <laughs> not dead he's just unconscious he's not dead he's just unconscious i think Miles <laughs> doesn't know and he goes to shoot the web and he like swings it and then he goes see officer's really cocky yeah but doesn't swing the whole way, and he's like, "Oh man!" And just swings right back. Yeah, like his, he he forgets to he he doesn't release the web shooter, and so he's just still stuck there, coming back like a pendulum. Looks like, oh man. Yeah, and I, and I love how like right at the, at the peak of it, like they his eyes go like, you know, um, like worried, like, "Oh no, I'm falling back. I'm not supposed to be doing it's this." Like, oh no, no. Yeah, this was not part of the plan. I do have to say, I love... So the animation in this moment, I noticed, is very rubbery. Yeah. Which is a weird way to describe animation. Like, I've used that to describe to people animation who aren't as big as animation fans as I am. And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I'm like, can't wait here. And normally, I don't like that kind of animation if it's not, like, part of the animation aesthetic. Like, if that's yeah. not what they're going on. And this is very risky. I like it here, though, because I think it's done in a very good way. Like, it's rubbery, but it's not overly rubbery, and, like, you don't see the distorted faces that often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that it's, it's like, jarring. Like, I'm probably going to get some heat for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Anastasia, as much as I love the movie, is, is a good example of rubber, bad rubbery animation, in my opinion. And it's great animation but it, it tries so hard to still be very grounded and very almost disney-esque which doesn't have that rubbery animation in like a lot of its princess movies and that's clearly what it's kind of emulating after but there are many parts in anastasia where the faces are very rubbery and they kind of distort because it was it was done by fox which 
they're used to doing more rubbery animation, which nothing bad with that, but when you're trying to emulate a more Disney-esque style, that animation isn't as rubbery. So it's very jarring when you're like seeing this very Disney thing, but then all of a sudden the face just gets really like extended for some reason in movement. And most people don't notice it, but I, I notice it quite often and it makes it hard for me to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love the movie, but if I, I get I, I get jarred by the animation quite a bit. I'm like, that's not, that's not how you're supposed to move. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last thing I just wanted to bring up is the the background music for for this bit it it starts off with just some they sound like bongos to me i don't know if they actually are i know what you mean yeah they kind of do but it starts off with some like bongos going like just just the bongos being like okay it's time to go quick um and then it it moves into uh, it adds some scratching um Mm -hmm. and like turntablism style music and i really like that um like I, i i like when I like songs with scratching in it, um, and I think they've mixed the two really well together. Of just like, hey, this is a like, um, it feels very like, you need to get moving, like a rushy, uh, a rushy, like it's time to rush, song. Yeah. Um, and I think this is, like, I think this is my favorite song from the, like, original soundtrack and not the, lyrical soundtrack. Yeah, this is definitely a personal favorite from the score as well. That's really good. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I have for this minute. Do you have anything else? Nope, that was the last thing I had. Okay, well, thank you all for listening. If you want to reach out to us, you can catch us on Twitter at SpiderverseMin, M-I-N. If that doesn't work, you can also... Well, that doesn't work. If you don't want to reach us there, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Spider-Verse Minute. Or you can shoot us an email at podcast at spiderverseminute.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.